I'm Tony Yakub Nassar, top private investigator, grizzled and world weary. Uh, yeah, well, I'm Oshin Ispartha. Um, I suspect your guards weren't so loyal as you thought they were. Yes, yeah, so salvage ship the Fee Alarms. They found you, uh, Oshin, in a critical condition. Uh, you were safe, uh, Yakub, but um, in a malfunctioning stasis pod. A lot of damage had run through the systems. But that does not answer a question now, about Adib and Jelaya, does it? No. Adib and Jelaya, I have no record of. I, I think we want clearly enough to run and repair my ship, or run and maintain my ship, plus enough for us. Yeah, if you're asking us to work exclusively, so we can't take other work. I think we'd be looking at 20,000 burr a month. Well, 10,000 burr a month. Each. Each. Plus expenses for the ship, of course, which is 5,000. 25,000. Thousand per a month. Well, that's what the other guy offered us. Yeah, obviously we have had other other offers. So uh... you hear her voice come into your mind, brother. You have lived through something extraordinary—a declaration of war on the horizon. Many now seek your loyalty, but tread carefully. You have ended up in a snake pit, forked tongues make poor promises remember your true faction the uharan echo part eight captain kassar After coming through the, um, the portal from O'Hara, uh, we the next thing we knew is we woke up in hospital, which turned out to be in the Peroni Kui Hospital on Kua, which is a very posh, uh, expensive hospital. Uh, we'd been taken there by Adira Tane, who was a colonial agent at the Dabaran portal station. Uh, and it turns out that we appear to be the only survivors of the incident uh, in Uhara. Um, Let's just clarify that for the sake of the hearts of our audience. All the the the, the, <coughs> um, the colonial uh, agent and all the uh, uh, Zenithians, sorry, Zolossians that you tried to rescue hmm. appear to have died. You do not uh, know the fate. Jeliah oh. and Adib, they appeared to be yeah. not. We were told that they weren't. There was no sign of them when the ship came through the portal. So they, they, we don't know they're dead, but they disappeared, apparently. Yeah. Which is probably not a good sign. Disappearing out of a ship in, in the middle of well, the portal. When they were made aware of your presence, by the time they were made aware of your presence, uh, they hadn't been made aware of these other two. So whether they disappeared from the ship... Okay, so they might have woken up and sneaked off before we were found. So yeah. there is a possibility they made it out and are still alive somewhere. But if they did that, then I'll be quite disappointed that they'd snuck out, leaving us you know, leaving in us the state there, yeah. that we were in, bastards. Yeah. Well, maybe there was... 
Look, it, it's me leaving the space open for Millie and Paul to come back again. <laughs> <laughs> well, when they do Don't come back, we shall be having words with them. That's what we have a conversation. To do this bit. Absolutely <laughs> uh, honest here. Um, so, Osher oh, yeah. appeared to be uh, slightly worse state than uh, than I was. He was um, still unconscious. He was having some dreams something to do with his mother and his sister i didn't really make any more detailed notes than that so i can't remember exactly what that was about dreams of a creeping dark again something to do with his mother and sister i don't remember any yeah, more let's than just that be really clear not oedipal dreams at all <laughs> i just want to make that really no, clear not i mean it might be my dirty mind but i just wanted to make clear if any of the audience were having that dirty mind thought uh no, so then we were we were seen by someone called varian sodona is a high, fairly high-ranking member of the uh, Astroscience Division of the Consortium, who was something to do with the salvage ship that that rescued us. Um, our, or I should say, Ocean ship, was apparently still in the Dabaran system, being repaired somewhere. Um, I think it was this person was the first person who basically offered to offered us a job to work for the Consortium. Uh, but they didn't really, they weren't really very clear about what they were actually offering. We made an offer of 20,000 a month, suggesting that's what we would, we would accept. They didn't make a counter offer. They basically just said, oh, that's too much. Come up with a different offer. And we kind of said, no, well, no, you make us well, an offer. That's how it works. Well, we did. We then said 19,500. Yeah. <laughs> so I think they went off in a bit of a huff without any agreement. We were then were taken to see someone called uh, Commander Din Hammer. I believe who was from a uh, Tegemini flagship in the area, who did uh, offer us a job as well. That they offered us twenty-five thousand per month to work for the for the Astaban, mm. assuming that we would, uh, you know, be able to work with the appropriate level of discretion and exclusivity for that. Yeah. So I think we didn't accept that immediately, but I think we were much better disposed to that offer than to the non-offer from the consortium. Yeah, that was that was the uh, that was that kind was of where weird. it was. But I think there was one more thing that was there is a there is a um, I'm not sure what kind of event it is up in the monolith, oh, yes, in the uh, sky there's city. A, we're gonna there's a, um, yeah, there's some celebration kind of, of the cyclade because it's ah, that um, was it, yeah, yeah. So it's the big new year celebration, but you've been invited to Sky City, and maybe this is a time to talk a little bit about Sky City. Shall we do that? Because yes. I've got yeah. a cross-section of the monolith here because I thought we ought to talk a yeah. little bit about um, that. Now, um, I don't think you can see my cursor at all on this no, way of not, doing it. No, not at the moment. And, um, is that, is that the image? Text? Is that the image out of the core book? That is the image out of the core book. I went to the core book and grabbed it out of the core book to show you. Basically, you are down kind of near the base of this at the moment in the hospital. Um, that's where this very expensive hospital is. You're in what's called Covenant City, which is at the at the sort of base of the monolith. Sky City is kind of up at the top, not quite <laughs> the very top, because the very top is the Palace of the Hegemony. But Sky City is pretty close to the top up there. Cool. So it is a great honour 
bestowed on you by the Zenithians. And I believe... Yeah, I think I've lived here all my life. I've never been up there. No, no, no. You, you, you've lived in the conglomerate, yes. a little bit away from Covenant City. You're not even important enough to get into Covenant City. Uh, the guy you met, Havima, about a year ago, yeah, yeah. who uh, took you or um, got you into the our Golan slave traders palace for that wedding. To the, for the wedding party. Uh, I remember Havima. Did he, did he survive? He did survive, yeah. He came with you to the Sutra Marshes. Oh, yes, he did. Yeah, all yeah, of yeah. you witnessed mm. the butterfly ship. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know where he's been since then, because I'm still working out what the next adventure is going to be. Whether, <laughs> whether he's, he's in going it or to not. be in a different place yeah. since then. Uh, I was talking with the player, and he was rather hoping that he might have gone to Mirror, uh, but he may still be here. But uh, before the next... Uh, act starts i will have worked out where he's been and uh, i think he will be part of the next adventure cool um but yes uh what's her name whose name i've just forgotten um vinrama yes dinrama implied Dinrama. it was Dinrama. she that got you to the um got you the invite to this very fancy party um cool and we've still got the fancy clothes that havima bought for us for the other party are they fancy enough for this well actually <laughs> um we should maybe cut to the action here because um a couple of days of rest later you are fully recovered by the way all your stats back to normal cool um you uh, are invited into a room in the hospital where um, you are met by a woman called Mahadia Alana, who's an older woman, but very photogenic with a razor sharp tongue. And you will have recognized her from the bulletin. She's one of the chief hosts and reporters of the bulletin. And uh, she is also with Taron Parr, who has icy white hair and a perfect smile. Um, so is this, is, this, is this Fiona Bruce and Hugh Edwards then that we're meeting, is it? Well, I mean, I <laughs> that, at the level. works generally behind the camera, so not Hugh Edwards. Right, uh, okay. But you wonder whether he's been a war correspondent. He's got quite a scarred face. Really good looking. But there is lots of action in his face. His teeth are perfect, as we've said, um, but his skin isn't isn't quite unblemished. And um, they are known. I won't make you make a culture roll for this, although part of me really wants to. They are known for such <laughs> broadcasts on the on the uh, bulletin as the Wheel of Fatima, Studio Zana, and the explorer drama beyond the Rimwood reach. And they have brought with you, with them, I should say, um, a number of serving people, obviously, who've actually wheeled in uh, a couple of racks of um, beautiful garments designed by the current prodigies of Zenithian fashion, as well as jewelry from the finest artisans on Kua, Dabara and uh, Mira. And um, you are allocated wardrobe assistance. 
and um, she leaves you with uh, to choose what you want to wear, uh, but uh, leaves you with um, a smile, a little laugh, and she reminds you that you should smile and laugh as well when you're meeting all the dignitaries in the um, in in the in the in Sky City. Okay. Make up first of all before you <laughs> get. Yeah, married. we can, we can be happy. And... Um, <laughs> are there yeah, any particular blemishes? We, we, or, we could be, we could um, be happy. <laughs> uh, you, you look properly zenith, and you haven't got any like first come political tattoos or anything like that. Says the makeup no. artist. Okay. So <laughs> awesome. job there. Um, yeah, and uh, a couple of chairs are wheeled out, and you're invited to sit down. And you are pampered. Okay. And uh, made to look possibly beautiful. I'm just looking at your face, Oshian, here. It's going to be quite <laughs> a lot of work. <laughs> um, Seeing we're trying not to be too rude on this uh, on this show, I shall resist thank my you response. Thank I shall you save it much. for after the show. <laughs> Now you're we can imagine I have a the face response. of being put behind a map as well. So, uh, uh, <laughs> right. Um, are you have any particular? Do you have any particular choice of colours? Uh, the style of clothing you have to wear? Um, I I wear white. Um, in the style of the Lady of Tears. Ka-ching! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've got it written down on my coat. I wear white. Is what I've okay. written down on my coat. Okay, sheet. excellent, excellent. <clears throat> uh, so they they they're, they're a little bit disappointed. White's that's you know it's, it is the colour of death after all, uh, and they're a little bit disappointed by that. But they do um, find. I'm going to say to them, white gowns. Surely we can accessorise. Come on, you know. Yeah, yeah well, they're, <laughs> they're, they're looking at, uh, at heavy gold lace on the edges of the sleeves and the cuffs and things like that. A beautiful filigree belt made of gold and jewels uh, to set that off. Anything else you desire? This is where I put you on the post as fashion designers. <laughs> That's a pity. If I were yeah. asking an artist to create character portraits of you, how would you want them dressed in their finest? I'm only saying that because Millie, the GM, has got beautiful character portraits of her characters. So they can obviously think of beautiful <clears throat> clothes to wear. I don't think I've ever had beautiful clothes to wear or even ever given any thought to what they might be if I could afford them. So I don't, I'd say, look, I just, I, I have no, I have no preference. Just, just, I'll take your advice. Well, wear whatever you, whatever you think is going to be best. And this is where I wish I had the imagination to create something that was the height of fashion, but also inherently ridiculous. Um, but I, <laughs> I can't think of anything to do that. But I, I, need, do... I, need, I, need, I need something with mine that, that indicates fire and, um, yeah, that kind of warmth to go with okay. the white. Um, you're giving this some thought, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just, reading down, just reading down my list of things that apply to the Lady of Tears. That's what I'm doing. Oh, <laughs> of course, because sometimes she's known as the Lady of Tar, isn't she? Yes. yes. Um, and that's not a misprint. Um, and and can be and can be the 
Butcher as well. But I'm not going for that one. Butcher's yes. outfit with blood stains on it. Uh, yeah, white with, with blood splatters up the stage. <laughs> um, yeah. Now that, that'll come later once we're at the party. I, I, I think, Yakub, they present you Mirren, Mirren fashions that are exquisite. Uh, slightly, slightly rustic, I think, with long vertical stripes, um, but of such exquisite gold and with gold filigree worked into some of the stripes as well that it really shows you at your <laughs> very best. Um, and uh, and then eventually, uh, Mahida and Taran come back. And uh, they they look you up and down and they applaud your good taste. And I can <coughs> see, uh, says uh, Mahida, that you are still in for the dead colleagues that you tried so valiantly to save, but were unable to save. Um, and then uh, they walk you down uh, to a slightly lower level of the hospital. And you can already hear now, as we're getting into more public areas, this is the first time, really, that you are coming out of the incredibly private confines of the hospital. And you can see that the sights and the sounds of the cyclade are in full swing. Even here in the most civilised part of Kua, uh, people behave much as they do on the plazas of Coriolis, where you've spent much of your time. There are children setting off fireworks. There are great splashes of colour as people um, uh, basically spread incredible designs over the pavements of um, a raw dye, which costs a fortune, but they're just sprinkling it on the pavements. They'll get washed away in the next rainstorm, but they're creating wonderful designs. Uh, <coughs> huge uh, images of the icons each one of them, uh, of course, not the faceless because they don't particularly have an image, um, but all the icons that are to come in the coming cyclade. Um, looking back behind you, you see enormous great Zenithian drapes decorating the buildings uh, of the uh, lower levels of the monolith. And uh, eventually they guide you to the Soldamai pillar, which is Something you've heard of, um, I'm going to get rid of this now, give me a moment, Yakub, <coughs> uh, but um, you've never had the pleasure of going there. The Soldamay Pillar is um, one of the <coughs> largest ventishafts, as it's called, vertishafts, I should say, that carry residents of the Covenant City up past the Forbidden Sector to Sky City's magnificent gardens. Um, mm. Now, uh, your your party is split into two, as um, so that you can kind of divide the. You can fit into the two of the great glass elevators that <laughs> whiz up these vertishafts. Um, but just before you get to the elevators, you're crossing a busy square full of people celebrating the new year, and. As you're waiting for the elevator to arrive, um, can you make an observation roll, Dave? 
I just, just Dave can try. He has better observation than you, doesn't he? I do. Um, do I need to roll my extra two dice? <laughs> no, I need to do that. For defensive. Okay, so that's two successes on my original ones. None on my extra. So two successes in total. Okay. Um, so uh, this is the first time you've been uh, you've been up and out of the hospital, and your agoraphobia seems to have been replaced by a, another problem. But you're still feeling this isn't the confines of. Um, of Coriolis, it's not the closed environment of a spaceship. You're on the surface of a planet with the most enormous building. I don't know whether it's a building, I don't know whether anybody really knows what the monolith actually is, but the most <clears> enormous <throat> thing you're right at the base of this, and it's towering up into the sky, <clears throat> into the upper reaches of the thin atmosphere. It makes you feel very small and very open. I'm going to spend a darkness point for this one. Uh, and very much in the open, and so um, you start uh, you start to sweat a little bit with fear, but you're keeping it under control. And there's a cool breeze here, um, which um, is able to cool your clammy skin, and the bits of jewellery you've got that you've been adorned with are chiming a little bit like tiny, tiny little wooden chimes. So <laughs> kind of calming, but you're still kind of nervous. Um, and then suddenly, because you got this role, this doesn't affect you at all, but suddenly there's yelling heard from the, from the crowd. And there are three people kind of uh, pushing their way out of the observing crowd. And you've been escorted by judicators who instinctively close their helmets, draw their Vulcans, and you are looking at them. You, you know, there's a moment of um, defenselessness because you've got none of your weapons with you at the moment. Mm. Um, but you can see that the judicators have this under control. Um, there's a, um, a bottle or something comes swinging out the crowd and explodes against the side of the uh, uh, wall, but it just, it's just <clears throat> Um, and you, you are, as the judicators are dealing with it, you are hurried in to an elevator. Um, so does this seem like anger rather than just over-exuberant celebration? Well, it, it, it's hard to tell. It did look like anger. But now you find yourselves, uh, the two of you and just one of the guards in this elevator as it goes up. And he says stick together do as exactly as I say you are safe here and it shoots upward are we what I hadn't realized that we were unsafe no we were going to celebration why would we not be safe what's happening is this something you want to tell us uh, he raises his hand uh, to bid you kind of to say all will be revealed but just sign language and the elevator comes to a jerking stop, not at the top, not in the sky city. You're not quite sure how many, um, how many floors up you are. 
when the doors open he steps out uh looks around and then walks a few steps away and somebody else comes in so how far up you cut out a little bit there matthew how far up have we gone you don't up know how far up you've gone, okay. you're by nowhere you're nowhere near <clears> the <throat> city yet nowhere near the top yet and um this this guard is, is he does he have so i'm obviously feeling a bit nervous about what's going on i'm nervous about the whole situation anyway seeing i've only just lost my agoraphobic i've just got over my agoraphobia <clears throat> we haven't quite got over your agoraphobia you were feeling a little bit of it there but we're moving into yeah yeah but it, yeah um has he got any weapons like holstered that if things went bad i could try and grab he's now out of range of you right he's okay out he's left you in private with this woman right okay it feels like by arrangement whether all the guards that were escorting you to sky city knew about this arrangement or not you're not entirely sure we don't know right putting okay. two and two together you're beginning to wonder whether this uh shout of anger and this it's a big setup was a setup to get us uh was was to get you alone with this woman mm. Okay. As you can see, she's wearing um, uh, a red silk velvet dress. Um, and she's got um, gold makeup here. Um, now, could I get you, Tony, to make a culture roll at minus one? Can I assist him? No, I think it's on his own. Okay. Minus one. Mm -hmm. I get two successes on that. Two successes. Well, you're not particularly au fait with first come culture, really, because you're not as much of a Zenithian uh, first come phobe as your as your detective part. Um, but neither are you particularly, uh, uh, you know, a, a student of first come. Uh, traditions, but you recognise this gold makeup wearing, uh, this gold makeup that she's wearing as being a symbol of um, some rank in in first come society. Does um, it give a sense of faction? Uh, yeah, for two, I will suggest, and also when she starts speaking, you can recognise a slight accent that suggests she's of Mughal. Uh, ancestry and she says do not be afraid my dears my name is Sadi Bat Erdin and I represent Aishan Zipporium I am here because your other options all inevitably end in death Aishan Zipporium is spelt if you're making notes A-I-S-H-A-N Emporium Emporium. Yeah. And sorry, what was what was your name again? Sadi Bat. Sadi Bat Erden. S A H D I. B A T apostrophe capital E R D E N. And why? Why? Well, I guess one. How do you know that those offers have been made and that they'll end in our death? 
and um what what counter offer are are you um are you just warning us or are you actually here to offer us something yeah what's your interest in our in our safety i would like to uh, make you a counter proposal um <laughs> my partners and i see great potential in you and your growing knowledge about the horizons uh, shall we call it political cloak and dagger machinations um we would like to hire you as problem solvers information gatherers and uh artifact hunters problem solvers artifact hunters information gatherers um and on on what on what kind of terms are you are you talking and what kind of information will you expect us to gather what kind of what kind of problems are you going to expect us to solve and how would you expect us to solve them those kind of things we are not able to offer you a retainer, but you will be paid very handsomely when we come to you with a with a problem that needs solving, entirely commensurate with the scale of the problem. There is also, of course, uh, our, the very nature of the Emporium as dealers in fine art and particularly in um, artifacts of, um, shall we say, portal builder, um, uh, derivation uh, there may be of course uh, recompense beyond your wildest imaginings for the, some of those things could be arguably invaluable I do not have time to negotiate a fee with you I just want to um, make you aware that there is a third option and and you are in effect offering to commission us when it suits you for a price for the job at that time yes i think that is the best way but i i think you will not find many days of the year when you want to work and there is not work available for you it isn't a retainer you won't have uh you know we can't afford to give you the <coughs> luxurious lifestyle that i know the zenithians are offering um do you want to uh, make a manipulation roll and why did you help the, the other? Yeah, I'll make, shall I make the roll? I think I think you ought to really, yeah. <laughs> Unless we want to fail it, that is. Unless, that. In uh, which case, I ought to roll it. Can I get a, a die of help from Oshin? Yes. I think I think he said yes, yeah. Okay. One success. Do you think I want? We want more than that. Don't give Matthew a darkness point. Probably not at this yeah. point. I don't think. Okay, we'll stick with one then. One success. We have um, you have contacts all over the horizon. You would be assured of having a friend in every port. <laughs> We've already got a friend in every port, actually. Does that mean we'd have two <laughs> friends in every port? I'm not entirely sure how as <laughs> um, but yeah, have we well, with my culture have we this with Ricard as well the orphan scenario these yeah. extra group talents that your your patrons are offering do come on top of your group talent it may be what was... you would say well go with these guys and we'll select another group talent for our new group that 
forms for the next mission. But um, what was the um, bonus we were getting from the Astaban in terms of the group talent? I didn't write it down. That was the same one that you were getting from the consortium, which I think was uh, the one where I have to give you an answer. Yeah, because I didn't write. I didn't write that. Truth. No. Yeah, both truth both seekers. The, that was it. Yeah. Both the Astaban and the consortium were offering you the truth seekers talent. Uh, but we still don't know whether that is in addition to the current group talent that we've got, or we have to exchange no, that it. Is in addition. I've just okay. Clarified All right. Okay. <clears throat> cool. Have we heard of this um, Aishan's Emporium? Yes, I think you have. I'm not going to get is you to make. Um, well, no, actually, I will get you to make a culture roll. Can he have our dice of help this time, if we're talking no, about it? because this is, this is uh, you're in front of her. I keep saying it's rude to talk about these. Have you yeah, heard of Ashen's Emporium? Ashen's Emporium, you heard of them? <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. I, no. No, no, no. I, I, might have, I might have heard of them a bit. I've got one success. Uh, yeah. Um, so uh, <clears throat> I will not give you many of their secrets. I've probably ordered but some stuff from their indeed. website, their online shop. <laughs> Heard of them. Um, well, I've lost Aishan's Emporium. Um, it's a large network of auction houses. You may even have heard that Saadi Bat Eden is the owner of the Ayn Al Zamud auction house. But the Emporium spreads over a number of, in theory, independent uh, auction houses. But uh, you feel they have a network where they're able to move items from one to the other. Entirely legitimate and above board, I assure you. Now, I'll give you time to consider this. I cannot delay this lift any longer than now. Uh, I will leave you and... Um, maybe meet you again at the banquet and she steps out of the lift the guard comes back in as though nothing happened and um <laughs> sends up this uh this elevator uh you carry on going up the uh up to up the, the monolith esplanade of thousands carry on up the monolith uh, <laughs> it's one of the classic carry on films <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Esplanade of Thousands um, is where you've gone. and uh, I can feel a swathe of carry-on quotes coming now. And there <laughs> you find uh, the rest of your the TV crew and the, uh, the other guards are <clears> waiting <throat> for you there. And uh, say, oh. Sure to see you safe, uh, and they congratulate the other guard for escorting you quickly into the lift. Um, they do ask a little bit about why it was delayed, but um, not so much because, of course, they were delayed downstairs, so they've only just got here seconds ahead of you. Hmm. So, can I am I in a position now to have a kind of quiet conversation with Yakub? I think we should get you into, um, give me an overlay, give me an overlay. Oh, damn, I haven't done this overlay. 
Because I'm kind of I'm kind of wondering whether we do we actually <clears throat> do we want to work for the first come or do we just take do we take the S the Esteban job, job and then just take like yeah and then take commissions on the side when um, you know play them both off so we can yeah although the Esteban job there's a risk there I think they probably were asking for exclusive yeah. Exclusivity of our services for that twenty-five thousand a month retainer. I don't need more than twenty-five thousand a month. No, that's that covers the ship. Uh, it covers our living expenses quite comfortably. I suspect we could buy stuff. We can save. We can even save money. You um. You from from this vertishaft, you walk through crowded boulevards um, and a crimson sunset before getting on board a luxury gradcraft that gracefully ascends through the thin clouds. And this is, I think, the perfect opportunity for you to be having this uh, conversation. conversation as you're standing, looking at the window, out of the window, at the a view of of Kua and of your hometown, Yakub, that um, you've never really seen before. Mm -hmm. um, it, it almost does feel like you're <clears throat> in space and you could reach out and touch Coriolis, which uh, is like a spinning top, but actually it's about the size of a spinning top. It's still miles, miles above you, even, mm -hmm. even at this, this height. Um, I, think I, get a, I think I get a pang of homesickness. <laughs> the misty floor below is lit by the setting sun like an ocean of fire. The palace of the hegemony, Sky City's crown jewel, lies before you, heart of the Zenithian aristocracy and home of the mighty Kassar clan. Towers of purple Dabaran opal mirror the starry skies above. Wild marble stairs connect winding walkways with beautiful terraces filled with every conceivable botanical wonder. The craft touches down softly on an open plaza circled by marble statues of Zenithian celebrities and heroes. Wide steps covered in handwoven rugs lead small parties of extravagantly dressed guests and colourful units of elite house guards up towards the palace's main entrance. Between the two jeweled stone gates, a dark shape rises toward the heavens, a massive sculpture of the zenith and her, and her interior in shining dura glass. You carefully begin your climb up the stairs to celebrate the cyclade with the third horizons high and mighty in a banquet where you are the guests of honour. <laughs> yeah, so where were those statues where we came in? Have they put our statues up yet? They have not. <laughs> You're not quite the celebrities. Are you asking them that, Tone? Where's, 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 where's our statue? Yes, yes. Is that, are you um, unveiling that later then as part of the celebrations? <laughs> so, okay, so we are we're guests of honour in this entire banquet. And how many people are at this banquet? Oh, there are hundreds, to be honest. I know uh, 
this is um you came up from the um i can't remember what it's called something like the cast of thousands um the esplanade of thousands okay and there is also a cabinet of thousands uh which is the kind of uh zenithian hegemonic government if they had a, a government so there's a lot of family members here and family hangers on yeah um, that you can see you could get quite lost in this crowd um just to give you a sort of idea of the scale this is just one of the rooms and you can see you've got uh fountains in here and over on the other side of the fountains there's a crowd of people so yeah there's hundreds of people here if you look up mm -hmm. through this plexiglass um uh plexiglass ceiling yeah again you know you're looking straight up at um at coriolis itself so we're so right is, at the is top. coriolis in geosynchronous orbit above this above point. the monolith yes it has always been so well it hasn't always been so 70 years ago it hadn't even come to the planet but um the when they converted the ship Zenith into the star station Coriolis, they uh, positioned it in pretty much geosynchronous orbit above the Zenith. It wobbles a little bit, um, which explains some discrepancies in the day length in the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody's asking. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nicely retconned, Matt. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> So was that was that uh, your mistake? Was that your mistake in the calendar? They do come from different sources within the core book, uh, but I have um, mm. made a solution, which I think is elegant. <laughs> oh. Hmm. I wonder if you know. Is this the opportunity to hobnob? But I'm not very good at hobnobbing. I think we should probably do some hobnobbing. I'm not sure who the best people to hobnob with are. It's not like, you know, we've got the job offers in already, I mean, so. Yeah. Maybe we should just go around and be like, yeah, we are heroes of the horizon. Be well, really, arro be really arrogant. Meet, and I didn't, hadn't thought of this before, so I'm now having to look him up from, from your first adventure up here. Uh, but um, I'm determined to find him. Give me a, give me a moment. Is this the judge that we met in the restaurant? Uh, no. The judge was, is, was a woman, wasn't you she? You are greeted by Johan Kassar, um, who I could probably find from the, my archive of photographs. But Johan Kassar was the Zenithian ambassador to Coriolis. Okay. And he comes in a long golden gown. Um, he's got the... Uh, and the makeup, uh, Zenithian makeup on his face, accentuating <laughs> his pretty good looks. Um, you notice the makeup makes the most of his cheekbones, and in fact, probably gives him cheekbones that uh, aren't there. And he greets you full of smiles and says, Ah, my old friends, Oshan and Yaku. Welcome, welcome to Sky City. In what context did we meet him before? Can we remember? <laughs> well, I don't know. Can you? No. I do remember, but I'm the GM. You're but living this, is, this experience, Tony. This is, Come on. Prop, 
It's just the kind of thing we would probably have remembered, though, isn't it? It is the kind of thing you would probably have remembered. <laughs> Joe Angus yeah, as characters, was, we might not as players. Was the last person to visit the emissary mm. before the emissary uh, disappeared. Ah, yes, remember that. Ah, yes, so you, you were the one who was implicated in the emissary's disappearance. I mean... Um... Yeah, that we very strongly suspected of being involved in, in <laughs> yeah. that. Yes. No, I'm not saying that. No, no, no. I'll I'll smile broadly and say it's a it's an honour and a pleasure to to meet with you again in better circumstances. In better circumstances, yes, indeed. Indeed, it is, and I never did thank you properly for the sterling work you did trying to track the emissary down and uncovering that corrupt adjudicator who. Uh, who uh, brings shame upon Coriolis, upon uh, Alarm's Temple, and upon the Zalithinae Gumini. Um, I do not, I, I do not uh, quite, you know, I, I, I'm not a, uh, I don't have anything to do with the law thereabouts, but I have heard it said that she has been severely punished. Maybe terminally so. I've kind of lost track of who we're talking about, and she don't. <laughs> I'm not saying that again. I'm just going to nod and, mm. and right. smile. Yeah, yeah. Say nod and just smile and nod. In a, smile in, a satis in a satisfactory kind of way. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. If you also remember the judicator who was your liaison with uh, the judge, yeah. turned out to be the when bad guy. When you told yeah. you your location, then there appeared to be a bloody great load of missiles that went landed on your location. Yeah. So I think you then told Judge Curahan yeah. that you had your suspicions about the adjudicator, and it appears that she's dealt with. What? Um, Quite happy if it is a terminal way, frankly, considering her behaviour. He leans in and says, I, uh, I hear she was secretly working for the Zelossians. And that does seem to be the case, doesn't it? Mm. It did look, look that way a little bit, didn't it? Yes. Um, anyway, uh, you are the guests of honor here. I cannot, um, I cannot uh, requisition all your time. Uh, there's much to enjoy here. Explore, meet the great, the good of uh, Zenithian culture. I am, um, I'm sure we will see each other again before the night is out and the new cyclade begins. Indeed. Happy new cyclade. Indeed, pleasure to, to talk to you. I'm guessing, I think, you know, Oshin is probably feeling a bit culture shocked by all of this and mm, probably by, by, all the, <clears throat> by all the dreams and stuff that I've been having. I'm a bit confused and a bit kind of rabbit in headlights, really. Just almost going, almost going through the motions. Um, so, uh, we talked about that courtyard that you've been in, um, actually looking at that, uh, at that crystal ceiling you had there, you'll notice that one of the crystals was actually worked as a kind of magnifying glass that brings Coriolis a bit closer <laughs> than he actually is, you now realise. Um, 
you'll notice as well that there are a number of camera Jones from the bulletins who are now following you around. Smile, Ocean, smile, Kathy. Apparently, that's what we need to do. I am happy. Can we get a, can we get a drink or something? I think we should do Drinks that. are pressed into your hands by Excellent. Uh, maybe some of the same servants who you last saw carrying deadly plants, but this time <laughs> they are carrying... Oh, well, no, indeed, they were serving you drinks and food and things before, so they were... Yes, uh, they they bring drinks to you, Kohol, whatever you want. Yeah, I think uh, I think might as well enjoy yourselves, aren't I? Well, yeah, absolutely. We're not, you know, we're not here to work, are we? Tonight, we're here to <laughs> no, exactly just relax and celebrate. <clears throat> the and I'm I'm, I'm deliberately not going to hand out any business cards whilst I'm here because <laughs> that might be. Maybe I'll just leave a little pile on a on a you know, on a desk <laughs> next to the cloak to the cloak room. You know, the check cloak check thing. If anybody wants to pick one up. I'm sorry, you've passed the cloak room, but what did you want to do there? Just just drop a. I'm not going to hand out business cards here, but I'm just going to drop a little pile on the table at the cloak oh, right, yes. check thing. Just, well, there, is, there yes, was an area because you know, old, old habits die hard and all that and stuff like that. Obviously, you had none, so that's not an issue. But you could well leave a little pile of cards. There. <laughs> uh, but eventually, you find your way into the main banqueting hall, uh, and again, you know. Uh, Luxury is piled on luxury. A huge room covered in artful flower arrangements with a plethora of fountains, bars, and groups of velvet pillows, all of them with a small tray of fruits and snacks within easy reach. Uh, around the walls, uh, tapestries show the voyage of the zenith. Uh, uh, not much. It kind of... It, it skips over the thousand years going through empty space. Very long black. <laughs> <laughs> when it gets to the third horizon and it arrives first of all at Dabaran and then kind of does a tour of the horizon before coming here to um to to Kua and finally being dismantled. This is all there. There's a picture of, of the conversion of the Zenith into the um into the um, Coriolis. Coriolis as well. Um, and you can see there are screens as well between these tapestries. And on those screens, footage of you that was shot <laughs> just a few moments ago where Yakub reminded you to smile. <laughs> and you suddenly launch into a false yet beaming smile. This time, you know, five foot wide on the screens between the tapestries. Yeah, that's quite disturbing. That is very... Uh, there are black marble pillars reaching for the clear blue skies of the hollow dome above. A bright sacred moon shines down over the hall, inspired by the legends of the Zenithians' first home, Al-Ada. You descend into the hall, and the crowd ahead, dignitaries, courtesans, and house guards beyond counting, turn as one to face you and raise their cups. Your bulletin guide flashes a perfect smile towards the cameras and begins to speak, her voice echoing in the sudden silence. Honoured and distinguished guests, allow me to introduce the defiant explorers who went toe-to-toe -to -toe with the Order's fearsome blockade 
the survivors of Uharu, the icons chosen and the children of the mysteries of the portals. Thanks to these brave heroes' choice <laughs> to stare evil in the face and say, not Tweak the today, nose. <laughs> will soon be under righteous Zenithian rule. Before you stand champions truly blessed by the Nine, for they were swallowed up by the void and spat back out again, unharmed. Tonight we dine and celebrate. Tomorrow we get to work for a brighter horizon together. And of course, there is a roaring, thundering applause. The masses of dignitaries in the hall below, uh, below the steps swarm, come up the steps and swarm around you, uh, begging you to kiss their hands or steal from you, uh, or, st uh, or, or, or sorry, steal you away for a private <laughs> meeting later in the evening. I think she'll, she'll try and look suitably humble and embarrassed by this tension. It's like, hang on, did we just like just run away because we were going to die otherwise? I mean, of course, that ends up with us being heroes. Together! I'm going to raise my glass. Together, yes. yeah. <laughs> for the alliance. I mean, no, for um, um for the for, for the, the hegemony. Yeah. For the hegemony. <laughs> you do find it. I mean, actually, you know, Oshian, Although you might now be having your doubts about your previous um zenithian patriotism this does fire everything that you thought was good about zenith and the zenithian culture and everything you thought was wrong about your own culture and you've tried to hide it does kind of reassure you despite the doubts despite your sister coming to you in in dreams in your fevered dreams the last few days that you made the right choice then you should cast aside your upbringing and and focus on your Zenithian future. You I, never felt you were truly Zenithian, but here, all of the true Zenithians, maybe even among this crowd, Captain Kassar himself, who came on the Zenith, who has lived, they say, for centuries, maybe in this crowd, and he may have raised it, you can't see him, but he <laughs> may have raised his cup to you. If he didn't, every single one of the offspring of that original crew are raising their cups to you. It feels right to proudly claim yourself Zenithian. I yeah, I think there's a there is a there is a feeling. I think there's a there's a duality going on. So I think yes, I think you're absolutely right with all of that. But I I think there is a a kind of recognition of well there's something stirring in my in my in my in my brain and in my soul from my previous life which the i'm sure these dreams are are feeding and but i feel that you know, there's there's something worth protecting in both of them i think is the feeling i'm coming with Well, of course, well, I you think might I'm spot, probably a, uh, a suggestion uh, that those tapestries also show the uh, the first come begging for salvation as the Zenithian ship um, <laughs> uh, 
traverses the third horizon. So you can feel maybe that the uh, the first come, you know, are saved by the Zenithians and and you by them as well. It feels good. How are you feeling, Tony? I'm feeling a little, probably a little bit uncomfortable with all this. Um, which is a, you know, it is basically an almost, <clears throat> I guess, religious kind of ceremony of, of propaganda of the this patriotism. And even though I'm, you know, born and bred on Kua, I don't think I've ever had particularly this any xenophobia against the first come. Um, and I'm probably feeling a little bit uncomfortable with the attention that's been put on us in this way. Mm-hmm. I suspect I'm not trying not to show it, trying to look, look happy and everything, but I think I'm not terribly comfortable with this. Dave, can I get you to make an observation, Rob? You can. Um, I'll. Um, uh, if I get to roll my extra two dice, that's two successes. Otherwise, it's one success. <clears throat> okay, it's one success is all it is because it wasn't dangerous. Uh, you were scanning the crowds, wondering if Captain Kassar himself was there, and you spot him. You Captain don't know Kassar. whether he raised his goblet to you, but you imagine amongst that sea of raised goblets that is there. And interestingly, next to him is Feda Din Khama, the, uh, the woman who came to see you a couple of days ago. Uh, the, es- the Esteban. The Esteban, yeah, who offered us that retainer. And when he makes eye contact with you, the ancient Baron Kassar nods approvingly. Uh, I'll nod back and raise my raise my glass to him and you see him turning to uh fader and saying something and then uh saying something to one of his courtesans um who gets up and moves into the crowd and then you see that courtesan coming up the stairs to you okay yeah i'll still Wait for her to... Honoured guests, my master, the esteemed Baron Kassar, humbly asks for the honour of your company. Please, follow me. Of course, the the honour would be ours. Yeah. Oshun, you coming? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm starting to quite enjoy all this attention, actually. This is... uh... (laughs) Um, I do feel like you we might be being set up for her, some that fall. The camera yep. Jones that had kind of gone off a little bit to survey the scene. They're all coming buzzing around you. They don't want to miss this moment. I was kind of making. Um, was was there a camera drone there when I, you know, had the little nod with my cocktail? Back probably to... they missed that. I'm afraid. So, ah, uh, but you're actually going to be face to face with him very yeah. shortly. So. Uh, uh, and the, the janissaries through the guard that kind of you're getting into the VIP area here. Nobody approaches a Baron Kassar without his express invitation. And so he is surrounded by guards who part way as though they are the Red Sea, which is not a metaphor I should be using in this cultural milieu. <laughs> they just move to one side as though the icons willed it and the courtesan 
walk straight through and you follow. We do follow. Indeed. My friends, he says. He's very old. Uh, nobody knows exactly how old he is. Some say he was the last captain of the Zenith. Some say he's the only captain of the Zenith. Mm -hmm. That he has piloted it for its entire thousand-year journey. If you are at all inclined to believe that, you can only assume he was in and out of hyperspace for that. Nobody <laughs> believes he's actually... It's going to say, yeah, yeah. He's at least a thousand years old. Looking, looking, looking good. as much as a couple of centuries old. Welcome to my home. And to a night we shan't soon forget. You honour my name and my blood with your presence. I have heard uh, great things about your resourcefulness from my people. And he nods slightly to Fida, standing at perfect attention in her spotless uniform. I'll, I'll, tell I'll, me I'll, about your I'll exploits. Nod, I shall nod to her as well and acknowledge her presence. So presumably, I mean, now we've gone to this private VIP place. Have the drones followed us in? Are we basically still being? Yeah, it's not. It's not. Um, it's not like a private room. They're, they're staying a respectful distance, but they're capturing this meeting because. This is kind of part of the massive banqueting thing, but it's like um, like a VIP section in a nightclub. <coughs> um, you, you get to yeah. be part of the action, but people can't just come up and um, and uh, hobnob with David Bowie or whatever. You've got to... Uh, yeah. yeah oh, David Bowie here as well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> you think he went... <laughs> Yeah, bye bye, Mr. Cassell. Let's go and see Dave. Come on. <laughs> he is one of the portal builders and is right here, sat next um, to him. No. Um but yes, so uh yes, he's he's keen to hear of your adventures. Well, I think we could tell him I'll tell him the of our adventures. I should yeah. Uh, I, I guess make it personal, just explain about about Nur and how it was a, a personal quest for me to try and no, rescue my friend and... blood uh yes i think so was she i can't remember yes she was i believe she was <laughs> her loss is right a now great shame uh it was it was it was a tragic tragic loss as i thought i i promised her father that i would take care of her and watch over her like fry bellows <laughs> <laughs> and these I've no idea. This fire bellows of him speak. I've no idea who that is. Doesn't sound like the sort of person I've got to know. Trouble. We're not. I'm just mm. walking straight over fire bellows. <laughs> straight <laughs> over that. We're not having that conversation. We're in public here. Five minutes ago. Not really. Now we've done. Blackadder. Blackadder. It's just. It's just a blackadder yeah, joke. It's fine. Exactly. Yes. Definitely yeah. blackadder. Uh, <laughs> Um, not savage worlds at all. So, um, have you had your blood tested? You're, you'll be aware that um, there is a whole school of the Zenithian hegemony that um, wants to seek out uh, Zenithian blood amongst all communities to prove, arguably, that the Zenithians were somehow here before the uh, before the first come. 
Uh, I've not had my blood tested. No, I was born oh, and raised. Must, born and raised must. on tour. But um, he then turns back to Fida and she um, leans over and asks you, have you made up your minds about my offer? I think we probably have, haven't I think we? We probably yeah, have. Uh, um, yes, I'm not sure this is the best venue for to discuss it with the uh, drones around. Oh, uh, not at all. It's the perfect <laughs> venue to discuss it. Uh, uh, he's very keen to get the. He, um, that is, if the answer is yes. You uh, won't be disappointed. Um, what's his title? What would I? What's his title? <clears throat> Does he have a title? He, well, he's Captain Kassar, but Captain Kassar. he is the the original captain that brought the Zenith. Yeah. To the so I'll, so I'll say you 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 won't be disappointed by our decision, Captain Kassar. Uh, uh, you forgive me. I'm I'm somewhat old, and you're speaking somewhat in riddles. <laughs> I won't be disappointed because you have agreed to Fida's proposal. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying not to say, right. yes, we've agreed to work for the Astaban in front of the cameras. Yeah, for well, 25,000 <laughs> for training a month. <laughs> Remember, Thanks. Fida explained that you'd be working for the Zolotian hegemony. She, it was a secret that she confided in you. She <laughs> yeah, we're not really saying that out loud. No, no, no. Of course not. Matthew. Um, he shakes your hands and he makes sure that the cameras get ample opportunity to capture the occasion. Turns you around, swings, you know, puts an arm around your shoulder, an arm around both your shoulders. Uh, and yeah, what are we getting uh, ourselves into? <laughs> the blessing on there. And then on the, on the screens on the other side of the room, you can see that image a few moments later appearing there. Um, I'm, I'm beaming by now. I've got a big. big oh yeah, smile absolutely. On my face, Definitely yeah. looking, looking happy. Yeah. Everybody yeah, happy in the room is. Um, oh, everybody in, in this section of the room is wanted to come over, congratulate you for um, uh, for joining the the elite of the elite. Um, and of course, we must find you a security detail and a group of courtesans. Uh, this is going to be the best night of your life. <laughs> and the courtesan that came over to you goes off to fetch some more courtesans that will um, now tend to your every need. And indeed, they come back with cups <laughs> of the finest wine that you've ever had. Um, and Captain Kassar says, a toast, a toast, now that your glasses are refilled. A toast to the union of these Heroes of the Horizon and the Zenithian Hegemony. Yay, Zenithian Hegemony. Cheers. Here's to a brighter future. We are building better worlds. <laughs> All of them. All of them. Though I suspect we won't be living in them. <laughs> because We're I'm a monster. monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can see among the crowd the very grumpy face 
of um, uh, the scientist fellow who's I'll bring up a picture of him just to remind you what he looked like. This fellow here. Is he the one who gave us smiles? But in this portrait, he looks a bit grumpy and stone-faced, and that's probably the way he's looking at you now. Um, well, it's his own fault. You know. Should have made a better offer, shouldn't he? Sally. Is it or an offer? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yes. He may be regretting that decision now. Um, it does strike me as odd that suddenly we are such hot property for having survived yeah, a, a misjump. Yeah, suspiciously odd as well, to be honest. Mm. A bit concerned that there's something going on that we're not aware of. Yeah. Because not saying it's out loud, but we basically we're in a situation where it was looking bad and we just legged it. We just ran away into the portal. Yeah. But you were the and, only survivors and you made and some pretty spectacular we, roles. And to be fair, we did track down the emissary. Yeah, 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 yeah that's true. The the Yohara bit is perhaps a bit and less. And you uncovered heroic. that Zolosium plot? Yeah. 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 With the new cyclade, the captain says. Things will happen. We will seek that the Zolossian is removed from this Coriolis Council of Factions. And your evidence of their nefarious uh, acts, particularly over in the, in the marshes, and their corruption of previously um, upstanding... Upstanding... Um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Justicars, judicators, will uh, will be evidence enough to see um, them banished from the council. I've got half a bind as well to uh, maybe have you make a speech or something against the governor of Coriolis. Would you do that, my friends? Okay, remind us who the governor of Coriolis is. Um... Yeah, it's not particularly anything. I don't think you've met him or anything. Let me just. Is he Zelosian then? Uh, what no, did he do? I think he may be a first come. But you do know that, you know, the story goes that the Coriolis Guard aren't great. Um, and they were certainly to the governor. They're right. quite corrupt. Um, and so the creation. So it's about of... exposing the corruption of the guard then. Exactly. Okay, I'd, no, I don't mind doing that. I'll be up for that. Yeah, then when the governor himself... Carmel Dargosian is his name. The governor of Coriolis. He's Just, the governor, yes. um, the, um, the Crossroads College, where all my friends live, does that rely upon the corruption of the Coriolis Guard to actually get by? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> So I don't really want to completely reform the Coriolis Guard because I don't uh, want all my friends to lose their living. No, no, definitely not. Okay, that's fine. I'm, 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 I'm okay with a bit of corruption. It's all right. I'm not. So this is this is not the conversation I'm having with Cassandra. No. Of course. <laughs> yeah, we'll get rid of some corruption, but you know, you know corruption has its uses. <laughs> yeah, the bits of corruption that help me out, I'll, I'll leave those. I mean, he's he's here. 
um, probably somewhere in this crowd. He's exactly the sort of chap that would have been um, invited. Okay. Do you want to take your leave and explore the rest of the um, party? Is that, is that what he's saying to us? Well, no, I'm asking. Do you want to take yeah. your leave? Yeah, obviously, yeah. If you, if you say so, Captain Kazar. He uh, would quite happily have you here being photographed uh, with the captain. You are great political capital for him. But at the same time, he's too polite to um, make you stay if you want to go and um, meet somebody. Well, I think we'll stay, you know, for long enough to be. You know, politeness sake, you don't okay, I guess they were more than polite. I think you probably want to. I mean, you know, who else is there going to hear? Who's going to be more important and influential than him? I mean, other than being a figurehead, is he is he politically powerful, Captain Kassar? Would we know? Politically powerful. I. Mm. He is at the head of the family that is at the head of. <laughs> hegemony. Hegemony. Yeah, yeah, but is he is he now, genuinely at the head of it? He's not just a figurehead. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. You, I don't know whether you know as anything politics well enough, but that is the story that is said. Um, if you if you remember at all your conversation uh, about um, with with Yohar um, Kassar, who's the hegemonic ambassador to. Mm. Coriolis, um, who may have been implicated in the um, the emissaries in the emissaries' disappearance. If he did do anything to contribute to that, it was because of the threat of honour against the Kassar family, and that would have been about protecting his. I don't know whether he's the son. Mm. I can't remember whether he's the son or simply a nephew of Captain Kassar. But um, right. yeah. Now, they're not, uh, obviously, they're famously not in command of the horizon. Effectively, the consortium, which are, if you want to say, the more liberal, commercially minded, there's an Ithian still, but um, more, frankly, less Nazi um, <laughs> group. Uh, yeah, so we've just, we've just signed up with the Nazis. You have actually we? signed up with the Well, Nazis. we've just signed up with the secret police of the Nazis. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. What were yeah, they called? Yeah. So not the Nazis per se, but the, the, the SS. The really, the really extreme bit. So, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're just, you know, but but they they have given you a really good party. And yeah. a good, good, good retainer. Yeah. yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Hadn't realised that, that we've all been goose-stepping around this hall, frankly, but... Um, well, they're not quite as Nazi as all that. But they are a bit racist. But only in the way that you were yourself at the beginning of this campaign, Oshan. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I've learned better, maybe. But maybe just hate everybody now. Sow the wind, reap the whirlwind, Dave. <laughs> uh, um, yes, yeah, so I think we should probably go and pound the room, as it were. Um, yes, go and mingle. And then come back to Network. the captain's table towards the end of the evening and make sure we're involved in the uh, you know the the, the after party jacuzzis and, and all that. <laughs> he um <laughs> he says when you meet him, 
Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm cutting to saying yeah. who, you've, who you've met. So, Mr. Grumpy, let's bring him back. <laughs> oh, we're dealing with the Mr. Men now. We've gone into that yeah. part of the... Yeah, we didn't take Mr. the job because Mr. Tickle offered us a better job. <laughs> <laughs> you do realise the gravity of the mistake you've just made. Uh, oh. We possess the means to make your lives difficult. I'm sorry to inform you that your ship will be impounded and you may find your visitation rights to Coriolis limited going forward. But if this is truly the way you wish to go, I can't stop you. Well, if that's your reaction to us turning down a job, then we've probably made the right decision, haven't we? I would suspect. He turns and he signals for his entourage to follow. And there's a couple of kind it's of plainclothes mm. legionaries with him as well. And they will block you from, uh, from following him if you try to do that. No. Why would we want to do that? Yeah, exactly. Uh, we'll see. I'm sure. I'm sure our new friends can pull some strings to get Nijara out of. I would, imagine, I would imagine so. Um, the woman in the red dress who you met in the lift is a lot more friendly when she approaches you and quite apologetic. Um, she says, "Well, I. That's quite a way to say that you don't want to work with us." It's not that we don't want to work with you. Um, no, it's just it's just we appreciate the offer. We appreciate the offer we very do. much. Um, I understand. We've not been clear enough about who we are and what we want from you. There was too little time. Rest assured that we will reach out again, and I hope to be able to present a more detailed and um, luxurious offer in the future. And then she takes each of your hands and says, until then, good luck. And she squeezes <laughs> your hands. Okay, this is worrying. Like you're a child going off for an exam. Thank you. Making sure there's... Smile away. She didn't have anything in her hands. No. Like a little gom jabbar or something. <laughs> no, absolutely nothing. It was a general act of humanity right, as she as she walks off i should say may the icons bless your adventures <laughs> <laughs> now do you remember i wrote i'll say uh, uh that's goodbye from him <laughs> <laughs> bye <Lunk. laughs> do you remember i wrote that article about how uh, the dickens are a bunch of racists for the magazine show yeah and um and I remember Richard and Croyer saying, no, they're not. You're misunderstanding them. I just want to point out what he then says uh, <laughs> about how the bulletin are covering all this. The drones quietly crisscross the hall, catching who's talking to who, which racist jokes pull the most laughter, <laughs> who designed which outfit. <laughs> Um, uh, so uh, I just wanted to read that bit out. I've forgotten that bit, but it did make me laugh. <laughs> <when it's busted. laughs> mm. um, as the third watch begins, the grand stage is illuminated by the pulsing glow of sugar globes. A hollow wall projects a montage of night skies 
from all the corners of the horizon, and the guests all turned towards the stage. A red to barren rug is unrolled ceremoniously, and Mahadia Alna of the Bulletin, your companion at the beginning of the evening, takes to the stage dressed in a flamboyant, exquisitely tailored gown. A cloud of camera drones captures the scene for the expectant crowds watching from Alcamars or the Core Plaza. Smiling, Mahadia addresses the room. People of the horizon, Zenithians and First Cam, dear friends, my name is Mahadia Alana, and all of us share a common fate and a great future. The clocks of the cyclade strike the hour. A new cycle begins, and another is laid to rest. Let us embrace what lies ahead. Let us celebrate hope and progress. A united council will lead us into the light. And as the ensuing toasts and cheers quieten down, Mahadia gestures to a producer below the stage, and a swarm of makeup and wardrobe assistants around you uh, apply the finishing touches and step away, exhaling in relief as they push you gently towards the stage. I I keep getting kind of feelings of, um, you know, sacrificial um, yeah. <laughs> subjects. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I guess I guess we go to the stage. Yeah. Please join me in welcoming to the stage the survivors from Uharu. More applause, more toasts. I bet Millie and Paul are really regretting not being here for this <laughs> session. A couple of parties in the crowd appear less impressed. After a dangerous mission, deep beyond the Order's unsanctioned blockade, our heroes made it home against all the odds. I find their valour to be a perfect example of that sacred principle which we, as Zenithians, all strive towards. Unity. They chose to defy the oppressor's unjust actions and yet to attempt to rescue some of the very uh, Zelosians that were keeping them from uh, coming through the portal. They they chose to tear away the gag some would place over the mouth of progress. At this, scattered outbursts from the crowd interrupt her. An emotional tirade of curses is quickly shushed. Somewhere, someone breaks a glass against the floor. Various groups of bodyguards Fight. shift uneasily. <laughs> the disaster that followed, the icon's righteous striking down of the agents of chaos, clearly shows the way forward. Our heroes fought for Zenithian ideals and were delivered from evil because of it. Stalwart in the face of darkness, children of the portals, an example of the future and a proof that the mercy of the icons comes only to those who follow the right leaders. And there's pictures appearing behind you of you and Captain Kassar uh, in embrace. Strength and grace come only from Zenith's light. She's interrupted again. A decanter comes soaring through the air and shatters against the hollow screen, rupturing 
the image of uh, you and Captain Kassar, it's quickly replaced by a mirror and starscape. Angry shouts accompany the act, first from the Zolossian groups, then the Free League, and into many of other first-come contingents. Lies! Slander! Servants of the darkness! Murderers! War criminals! The slightly delayed broadcast is cut short before the commotion reaches the viewing masses in Coriolis their screens instead switching to an animated countdown to a backtrack of soft music. None the wiser as to the real reason for the sudden cut. The people gathered on the core plaza count down in unison with the clock on the screen. House guards all around Sky City close ranks around their masters as someone pulls you off the stage and you're suddenly left alone in the middle of the angry crowd. Someone makes a grab for your collar. A glass shatters against the pillar behind you. The banquet is turning into a riot. And the slighted mob around you need a target. <laughs> <laughs> 